When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are listening to Claret and Blue, an Aston Villa podcast brought to you by Birmingham Live. Hello and welcome back to the Claret and Blue podcast. We're back with another rambly, waffly episode after we've had a few little professional interviews over the last few weeks and I feel a little bit rusty. I don't know about you two, all my uh, microphone equipment is covered in dust as well, which is quite <laughs> disgusting. It shows that we've not done one of these for a while and I feel a little bit rusty. Yeah, I feel like I need to moisturise my head as well. And I, I did one of <laughs> I did one of these yesterday, but I still feel like my head needs moisturising. <laughs> you look like a top of uh, a lipsel then. <laughs> You're not rubbing my head across your lips, James. We can all have, a, can all have our own fantasies, but... Um... <laughs> Oh, I get that on Twitter. Oh. That's the thing. When, when we don't, when we don't, when we do these professional sit-down interviews, I don't get any con- any content from our new lovely Twitter account. I like. Yeah. I need some random Matt Kendrick in my life. I'll tell you something. Get Barry Bannon back. <laughs> so, what we're back with today is our brand new concept that we did a few weeks ago: the World Cup of. Last time we did the World Cup of worst Aston Villa players. Today we're doing something more positive. We've got the, the world. The World Cup of Best Aston Villa Kits. We've got four groups of five kits, ten home and ten away. Now, obviously, there's been a lot of kits throughout Villa history, and we've tried to narrow it down to ten of the most popular home and ten of the most popular away. Some suggestions we've seen on Twitter and stuff and some of our own favourites. So there's going to be some kits on this list that we've not included because we wanted to keep the original format that we started with because I'm too lazy to make extra graphics. So are we ready to kind of kick off the uh, the proceedings i feel like i need to get like a suit on or something to do the, to do the draw but what are you wearing just out of interest i sound like i'm a, i sound like i'm gonna die heavy breathing <laughs> down the phone what are you wearing Dan? i'm wearing the 2010 acorns home shirt with the embroidery of the uh cup final date and opposition is it Oh, let's yeah. just say, Matt, I'm, I'm hungry, actually. Let's no. just say that wins it. I like that one, yeah. Crack on. <laughs> yeah, I do like it. It is one of my favourites, but uh, it's not on the list. Shall we ask you what you're wearing, Max? I'm, I know you're dying to tell us. Yes, I'm wearing a gimp mask and a bra and panties. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say here, if you are listening to this on the audio podcast version, we do have a YouTube channel, okay, <laughs> yes. just, just in case. That might help you visualise a little bit better, so... Yeah, um, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll put that at the start of the episode so the people who have listened for the last 20 minutes don't waste their time. <laughs> Group A, I'm going to read them all out first. Number one, the Luke Roper shirt from the 2018 season. We've got the 1994 home shirt, the Muller one. The 99-2000 home kit from the FA Cup final, the stripy LDV Vans one. The 1957 home kit from when we won the FA Cup for the last time. And the 1993 Mitre Drawstrings that, Matt, you're conveniently wearing for the uh, the people that are watching. It's a strong group, that, isn't it? It is a very strong group, actually. Like We've done it kind of semi-random like last time, but I am looking at that now thinking I'm not sure which one of these is going to go through. Let's discuss the Luke Roper shirt then. For me, I'm looking at that list and thinking that is probably the one that I would, if it was up to me, I'd just put it straight through to the final. <laughs> Can we? I mean, I think I think it's important before we crack on with this to, to talk about criteria, really, because okay, I think, yeah. I think these, these different things, isn't there? It could be sentimental because it's your first shirt. It could yeah. be 
aesthetically beautiful because the design just kind of hides your love handles and makes you look good. It could be something that's associated with with a great era or a favourite player and stuff like that. A trophy win, yeah, quite Yeah, we, we're going back through the um, <laughs> through my cardboard box in my loft to, to find <laughs> trophy wins. But uh, so I think I think it's that kind of thing, isn't it? You know, if we're looking for yeah. the ultimate yeah. Aston Villa top, then. All of those factors are going to come into it for me. Um, so, on the subject of the first one that we've said, the, the Luke Roper, Villa won something, didn't they? You know, it, yeah, it yeah. Ended, ended up being a being a cracking season. Um, I do. I mean, it's obviously fresh in the memory as well, but I do think it is, is a special shirt. I, I don't know what what your views are on it, James. Yeah, it's a it's a great shirt, and I, I think at the time when it first came out. I was looking at it thinking, right, that's a return to a, a proper claret. But since I've, you know, uh, joined and started writing about Aston Villa a lot and using a lot of photos of that shirt in different environments, there there are times when it looks really purple. So I think it loses a bit of marks for not being, like, the correct claret at all times for me, if I'm going to be a... We have to nitpick, I guess. But to be honest, there are a few better Villa shirts than that as well. Do you remember when it was announced that we were going to Luke and everyone was like, ooh... That's going to be horrible. That's going to be. Yeah. That's going to look chavvy. Blah 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 blah. And it's just like, well, can we at least wait and see the design before we start slating it? And now everyone looks back on it as being one of the best villa kits of the last 10, 15, 20 years. And if not, in some minds, people would just say it's one of the best of all time. So I think it ticks the boxes, doesn't it? Because it is very easy on the eye. It's got a little yeah. bit of a little bit of a nod to nostalgia from from yeah. similar similar kit in the early to mid eighties, and. It, it Villa won something, didn't they? They they won a trophy in it, uh, albeit one restoring Villa to their rightful place of the Premier League, uh, and it's just associated with some some good personalities and good players. Jack Grealish looked good in it. Tammy yep. Abraham looked good in it. Tyrone Mings looked good in it. John McGinn looked good in it. So it just kind of it, it almost represents the whole package, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, I think uh, what I will say about the claret actually is I've been looking at this <laughs> historical thing, uh, kits thing, and it, <laughs> I think they've made used the wrong colour because it's purple in this. So I've been judging it against all the other clarets, <laughs> and I've used the wrong clarets in a lot of kits. So I think I've been thrown there. James, while you've got historical kits up, look back to eighteen seventy four to eighteen seventy eight. I mean, that's the one that I think that, that Villa should be wearing. It's like it's like it's like Frankie Frankie de Tori's pajamas. Um, I don't know whether we can get a picture of that that we picture of that that we can share on the screen, Dan. But I mean, yeah, yeah. Why, why aren't we wearing kits like that anymore? Got a little nightcap. Um, some of those early kits are bizarre, aren't they? The second up then is the nineteen ninety four home shirt. So again, another trophy win. The Muller shirt. Um, I can't remember who the sponsor was. Is it Asics? 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 It's a classic, but... It is a, it is a classic, it, but... It's, it's not very nice to look at, is it, really? No, I agree. I don't think... It's a classic it's not for brilliant. reasons that we won a shirt, but it's not It's not one of my favourites at all. It does conjure up very happy memories from from winning from winning the, the cup back in those days. Um, I don't know. It's... It's... I like it. It's not- I like it. Let me let me let me return to it. I am a fan <laughs> of it. Nineteen ninety nine, two thousand. LDV vans, thick what? claret and blue stripes. I have that with me, so I'm going to show that to the camera. Okay, nice. Uh, as we speak, I look like quite popular. I look like John Gregory's just signed me. Oh, I'm 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 driven by nostalgia again. Though I can imagine Paul Paul Merson and Carboni and yeah and Dion Dublin. Oh. oh. <laughs> I don't like how everything's central in that middle 
that middle claret stripe as well, the 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 crest and the spon- the uh, kit kit maker is it kit provider? It's all just bunched into the middle. I like it when it's on a left and the right kind. That of kit would look a right chest. mess if it wasn't like it would look bad. It would look Do all out of sorts if you had kind of the sponsors kind of not aligned in that that's that stripe. It oh, it's just like it's, it looked like someone's just smashed it together, and it looks like you've kind of. Asked your mum to get you some claret and blue pyjamas and she's found a claret shirt and a blue shirt and kind of just sewed them together and said, here you go, <laughs> happy Christmas. It just, I don't know, something about it. it looks really cheap. I think you're right. It's it's not the prettiest of shirts. I think what 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 rescues it or what, what prompts it forward in my mind is the fact that um, we've got a great team back then. We've got yeah. a, we saw some really, really brilliant players wearing that. But um, go on, so that's, that's, that's three of the five. What else have we got in this group? Uh, we've got the home kit from 1957, so the last time that we Ooh. won the FA Cup, but we didn't win the final in that shirt. But it is a nice shirt, and I think it's one of the only ones that has the actual Villa badge, like that, that the the proper one. It, it, it's almost a sense of pride that they've had to kind of make a fashion technique just to get the badge on there, which is that <laughs> like black patch. Um, but that is like just is a, very, a Villa just kit, a, isn't it? It's a very classic old school football shirt isn't it obviously it's I don't know what 60 I don't know 60 something years I don't know my maths is terrible is it the first time they've really introduced a badge onto the kit I would be inclined to pull it forward for that reason alone I don't know I think knowing what's coming up and that the 57 awake is in there that we actually won the trophy <laughs> yeah. I think maybe we don't, we'll put that through instead in about 20 minutes time what's the fifth what's the fifth choice in this group the fifth is the shirt that you're wearing now, the Mitre. Oh, it's got to go through, isn't it? Look how beautiful I look. It is a nice shirt, and the drawstrings is very unique, and that's what that's what I like about it. Um, no trophy in that time or anything, but yeah. obviously the, the beginning of the Premier League era. Um, I don't know, it's, I think, it's difficult. I think what I would you... say is the badge on it is, the Villa badge on it is quite terrible. It's, yeah. it's like a badge within a badge, and it's not like yeah. the 57 one where they've had to do that. It's like you didn't have to do this. I mean, the, the the big, thick kind of claret armbands and the big blue shape around the collar look pretty rubbish. Now I'm looking at it on this picture that I've got. Do you but... have to diss what I'm wearing? <laughs> don't, don't come on and but slag it... off your gear, do I? <laughs> For me, Luke Roper goes through to try and round up this group finally. Luke Roper goes through and it's a toss-up between the 94 home and the 93 home. And I think I would just be inclined to go 94 just because there's a trophy involved. Nah... Just gift gift mm. for this one because I'm wearing it, and because okay, I admit that the badge is quite horrific. But when you're of a, of a certain age and you've got a moob, you want a badge that can cover <laughs> the whole of that moob. Um, and that, this badge brings out it, it really accentuates my moob. Um, if that's, that's nice. not if that's not a good enough reason, then again, the fifty seven one. It's so like, yeah, so but it, we've got fifty seven away, Matt. In in a few minutes' right, time. Okay, so. okay. Let me have this one. Let, let me have the drawstring one, please. What do you think, James? What's your? You can be the deciding vote. So I think ninety-four. No, I think so. Luke Roper, you've got like a unique feature on that in that rubberized badge. Ninety-four mm-hmm. is a bit plain. Uh, Ninety, um, the two thousand FA Cup. I was about to say World Cup final. Uh, FA Cup <laughs> final one. Uh, it's a bit different, and I like that. Fifty-seven home kit is a bit weighed down because we got the away one, which is a bit more famous. I'm going to go with the drawstring one because it yes. is unique. Yeah. Yes. Boo. Boo. Okay, fine. I, mean, I do like it. It's just, I think there's going to be a lot of people upset that that 94 trophy winning shirt doesn't even get out of the group stages. I think if you think about a World Cup, the World Cup, the drawstring one can compete against others. The 94 <laughs> one might get through this one, but it's probably going out straight away in the knockouts. 
See, I reckon the, dro- the drawstring was probably looking at that and looking up at Luke Roper and the 94 home, thinking, oh, I don't think I've got a chance here, but he's made it through to the through to the knockout, so fair play to him. So Luke Roper goes through and 93 go through, and we'll come back to those later. Group B of home kits, another five. I'll read them all out first. We've got the 2008 Acorns, which is very similar to the one I'm wearing, but it's got a V-neck instead of a circle neck. We've got the home shirt from 1981-1982. 89-90, which is a Hummel shirt, which is the picture in front of me. It's a yellow Hummel, mitocopiers, round badge, and a V-neck, and the kind of two claret, like, chevron arrows on the side. We've got the 1977 uh, home shirt when we won the League Cup, and we've got the 1996 home kit with the League Cup win as well, under Brian Little. 2008, we'll go first. I haven't got it with me, but I've got, um, like I said, I'm wearing one that's very similar. It's the first year that we had Acorns. It's a Nike shirt. Um, and it's got a V-neck, and it's a, a classic. It's one of the obviously it's one of the shirts that I remember from from going as a kid for the first couple of years. See, the Acorns one gets brownie points because it's the only time in how many years where the sponsor's not been a betting one or a, something to do with finance yeah. or banking. But the design is kind of like when I was a kid and I wore that shirt, I really liked it. But looking back, there's not much about it that stands out apart from Acorns. I think the 2010 one, again, the one I'm wearing, is an upgrade of that one. It's got like the little white line around the the arm, the sleeves as well, and it's a round neck instead of a V-neck. I think the 2008 was like a good kind of template, and they made it better in 2010. The gesture of having acorns emblazoned across the fronts of our shirts for the first time ever um, was massively significant for me. Uh, I don't think, I might be, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think there'd been another... Premier League club or an English club who would give who had given across so. give, given over the you know such a a profitable kind of marketing stream by doing that out of the goodness of the heart to promote such an important local cause. So again, I suppose that that doesn't make it easy on the eye. It doesn't make it beautiful, but it makes it beautiful for me and beautiful for me in the sense that Villa were community spirited enough and charitable enough to to do that. So it, it holds special resonance for that reason. Um, 1982, 1981, 1982. Oh, it's a classic, isn't it? That Lecoq Sportif on the sleeves, round badge in the middle. So you got the problem you had with your Acorns one is that there's an upgrade and it is in the same group and that's the 89 to 90 home, which I think is a better version of that. No, yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, but that's that. That's that year though, isn't it? It is, but you do have the away one, which is potentially a little more famous. <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> <laughs> I was privileged enough to see Sid Cowan's play in that 1989-1991. I'd have given given anything to see him play in that (laughs) 1981-82 one instead. (laughs) So I think if we have got two similar ones... um, Yeah, same more. And I do like like the old Chevrons down the um, the 89-91. But I'd say that that for for reasons of nostalgia and sentimentality and the fact that we, we actually did conquer Europe in that year... I think 81, 82 has got to, got to certainly edge that one for me. But like James says, maybe the 82 away shirt gets in instead. <laughs> a bit like the 57 kit dilemma. We don't, we're, to- we're, not, got- we're not set blatter, mate. We're not rigging these. It, <laughs> it, it, it will just go through how it goes through. Out of these two, I put the acorns one through because the gesture's so, like, it's really? a massive gesture. Yeah, yes. but let's not forget we've got seventy-seven, which we won the League Cup, and ninety-six when we won. There's two there that have won trophies. Do they not go through instead? The seventy-seven one isn't that good, though. I do like a collar. To be fair, I do like a nice collar on a shirt, which a lot of these don't have. I think something something nice, quite um, slick about a collar. I'm really split between ninety-six and eighty-two, and two thousand and eight and eighty-two. 
See, I think my my gut reaction is that I will save 82 for the away shirt as my choice, and I would go for 96 home kit. I think I would go with the Acorns one as well, just because for what it means, and that was kind of that's my era growing up as a Villa fan. That's what that's the kind of shirt we wore: Nike and Acorns. What are we saying then? We're saying Acorns and 96. 96 Go on, go so with that, it. I'm the proviso that we'll rig it properly and the European <laughs> away shirt will, will win. Are we going on to aways now, yeah? Yeah, should we do aways? I've, I've just got to update yeah. my uh, historical kits. Okay, yeah, yeah, do that first. Yeah, it's a good idea, actually. I'll do the same. Okay, so Group D is the one that we've all been teasing, the 1982 away shirt. We've got the 1957 FA Cup final shirt. Uh, we've got the 2014-15 white claret shirt, 88-89 Hummel away, which is the one that's kind of half of it is white and half of it is sky blue with pinstripes. And we've also cheated a bit and stuck a third kit in there with the Luke Roper one from last season, the kind of purple purple number. Go on then, Dan, you, you kick us off. Straight away, 1982 has to go through just by default. It's the greatest yeah. moment in, in Villa history. The Luke third kit is nice, but it's a third kit. And we're doing home versus away, so I feel like got that. I'm gonna, I feel um, like I feel like we're cheating a bit too and put that in. I'm just I'm just showing it to the camera. It is my son's. In case people thinking of, uh, I've been dieting during lockdown. That is my son's. We're saying the loot rope is not going through. What what other options have we got? So we've got the 2014-15 white one, which I've got in front of me, which I like it. it it's one of my. It's again, it's similar to the one from Loot Roper that it's white with claret on it. Claret sponsor, etc. It's got throwbacks, hasn't it, to the, the the white shirts of old. Doesn't get through, but one of my favourites from recent years, which is why I've included it. So that narrows it down to either the 1957 Cup final shirt or the 88 89 Hummel away shirt. That Hummel one should be going through, really. It's a it, really nice shirt. It is very nice. I haven't got it with me. They did the retro remake of it, didn't they? Villa have started selling it recently, and it is very, very nice. But, oh, I don't know, man. Do you know what I love about the 57 one, though? I love the fact that you think, oh, for our change for our change colours, we're going to have our proper colours. Yeah. <laughs> I just think, I think it's brilliant. Why do we need to? You really want us to play in something other than Claret and Blue? We don't need to. We've nailed it. Claret and Blue, yeah. we've, we've nailed it. Most of their FA Cup wins were, they were playing in black and white or sepia colours um, <laughs> because it, it, it's so long ago. I mean, 1957 so long ago. I yeah. think, again... It, it, it's a nice-looking shirt, and it carries massive significance now. Yeah. I'm really torn between this one and the, what we say, in 88? 88, 89, 89 shirt, because that's, that's, that's a very nice shirt as well. That conjures up David Platt um, mm. wearing that to me, and you, you know from previous podcasts my, my thoughts on David Platt. It's hard for me to not look at that group and think that the last time you won the FA Cup, the first time you've ever got the Villa badge on there, and the 1982 European Cup final shirt. Surely those two have to go through just by default, more so than anything. Is James going to sulk though? Will James sulk if we don't? Well, if he does, he won't come on the podcast ever again, will he? <laughs> <laughs> you, in all honesty, you do have to send the 82 and 57 through because not only are they successful shirts, they're actually really good ones. Um, they have their own little unique thing, whereas the, you know the 57 away looked like a home. And the 82, <laughs> I think it's... Is it the only time we've had um, Lecoq Sportif as a... A, sh- a shirt manufacturer so it I think stands had, out for that I as well th- I think we had them for a couple of years I think that that 84 home shirt that the Luke Roper one from last year was kind of semi-based on with like the two yeah. parts of body claret I think that was Lecoq Sportif as well I think we had them for a couple of years so we're gonna we're gonna go with those two then we've bullied yeah. James into it yeah <laughs> basically yes I do I do really like that Hummel away shirt 
and I'd, the third kit from last year was, is nice as well but it's a third kit so that doesn't count so I think you have to go with two of the biggest moments in Villa history that the last time we won the FA Cup and the 1982 European Cup final that they, they have to go through uh, Group E I think this is probably the weakest group but looking at it there is a few nice shirts in there but there's, there's probably less um, kind of memories associated with these ones we've got the 1994 green Muller shirt has anyone got that with them? The Muller's fallen off it I'll, I'll parade it in front of the camera <laughs> if you can see that um, so we'll come, we'll come back yeah. to that in a sec we've got the 2010 uh, League Cup final which I have here I had it just over a year ago and I wore it a few times and uh, it's got Gabby on the back wore it a couple of times and within the first couple of weeks it went in the wash did it as usual inside out and a low temperature and all the rest of it came out of the wash and the acorns on the front had fallen off but on the back the Igbon has started to peel away as well all the letters have gone all like patchy so I really really like this shirt and obviously we it's the away of the one I'm wearing now. We wore it in the 2010 Cup final, which obviously we didn't win, but I just think of Milner in it. And Pe- uh, was Petrov there then? I mean, so many great players wearing this shirt and just something about the kind of like little subtle blue pinstripes. So now it's uh, the Black FX Pro. Black FX Pro, which is a nice shirt, but again, nothing kind of really associates with nah. it. Just a, a nice design, probably an underrated one from years gone by. Good old Barry Bannon. We've got the Mitre Yellow third shirt, which again, I always assumed it was an away, but it's a third shirt. So again, it kind of doesn't, I don't feel like that really counts, but it is, it is unique and I do, there is a bit about it I like. And finally, it's the kind of electric blue uh, shirt, away shirt from 2008 which I have got with me but tell me your thoughts let's talk about this green model then let's get the elephant out of the room because I will say straight away I absolutely hate that shirt I think it doesn't matter if you hate it what what really matters Dan is that for some reason ASICs put together how many colours that don't work the Clarion Blue badge and Muller yeah, on top and it, it doesn't really work. it does work it, like, it works disgusting. really well it's I don't I wouldn't call it disgusting I think it, it is it is genuinely out of the list we have there that is the iconic shirt out of that entire list I think it's the equivalent of um, probably a bit before your time this but it's like kind of Damien Hurst putting a cow in from Alderhyde or Tracy Emin leaving a, a you know a yeah, smart yeah, installation yeah. of a bed with yeah. Yeah. needles and used condoms next to it I think it's that it's that kind of villa kind of shirt really it's kind of it is art because it just got people talking you know if somebody said to you, name me five Villa away shirts off the top of your head, you'd name that one because it stuck with you. Whether it yeah, stuck true. with you for the right reasons, I don't know. But I think it's I think it's iconic. It's a bit like that kind of horrible kind of Coventry Brown, Coventry City Brown one from from years gone by, yeah. and you know the kind of the blue shirt that's got all the kind of the the speckles of paint all over it. Or there's a wolf shirt that got like yeah, looked like it uh, tire tracks all over it. It kind of you remember it, don't you? I'd argue that it should be it should be a potential finless because of the reaction it oh has. Oh my god, a finalist? Are you mad? I'd be okay with getting out of the group stage. Why would you put any t- any kit in here that couldn't be a finalist? Because like, obviously it's not all just about my own opinion. There's three of us here for a start, <laughs> and I know that that kit is popular amongst a lot of Villa fans, so it has to get into this list. But like, my personal point of view, I can, I can I can stomach it getting out of the groups, but if that's in the final of the best Villa away shirt ever, I'm not having that. Put it through. Put it through. Put it through. To, out of this group, that one's automatically going through. That There okay, is absolutely... Okay, it's such an important shirt, like for so many reasons. Stick okay, it I'll through. Let, I'll let you have it go through. 
So what about the rest of them then? Because I think it's, I think Black FX Pro, I like it, but I don't think it goes through over the others. So you can rule that out. Wait, 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 wait. That Black FX Pro, I made my Villa Park debut wearing that one. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> yeah. I, I can't How think of I think we won. You didn't I get think... a full-time contract then, did you? You didn't sign <laughs> with them. I didn't. I didn't. I mean, there's, lot, there's lots of pictures of me holding up shirts. Um, wow. But I think, I think we beat Turkish Airlines 2-1. Oh, I think. Um, at Villa Park. So I'm, I'm, I'm fond of it for that reason. I probably have got a photograph of me wearing it that I can dig out and, and share to you. If you put the, the green one through, the FX Pro one's good. Um, but it would be between the yellow shirt and the League Cup final one for me. See, I think that with the yellow shirt, it, it's a third shirt. So again, I feel like we've cheated a bit, and that shouldn't probably shouldn't really be in a list if we're doing it as best home versus best away. But we we're still trying to find any nice away, so that's why it went in. Like it's best all together. No, no, it's just I do like the big, massive round badge, like yeah. print across the whole of the stomach. And but the thing is, I don't really like yellow away kits for Villa either. Like I know yellow is a Villa colour. But I don't know, there's something about the yellow ones. I've never liked any of them. I think the thing that does it for me, I don't think it should go through, if I'm being honest, but I do think it's a really nice kit just because the way that the crest is kind of just kind of subtly put on the front of it and the fact that it was just so so novel, I think. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Villa did wear a, a yellow kit in 85, 87, according to our friends at historicalkits.com. <laughs> um, but yes, I know the one you mean, yeah. The handsome the whole, I think they might have only worn that 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 yellow kit of of ninety one ninety three once, and I think if memory serves me correctly, they wore it once and lost in it. Uh, so it doesn't have particularly positive connotations in terms of being a kit that people have, that that Villa have done done anything. Yeah. In. So that that Nike one, it's the, again, it's the it's the away one of the first year we had acorns. It reminds me of people like Martin Larson and and Ashley Young and people like that. Um, John Carew, all those, all those great players from my memories as growing up as a Villa fan. So I like it for that reason. I like the blue as it being a little bit unique as well. But I've got just got massive fun memories of that 2010 League Cup final one as well. So I, I, it's a toss up between those two for me, and I'm, I'd be happy with either of those. To be honest, so I'll let you two have, offer your verdict on those. I think the the 2008-9 one that's got um, happy memories because I remember Villa actually did a proper kind of catwalk style kit launch for that yeah, down yeah, at yeah. Um, so down at Brindley, Brindley Place. You probably see Martin Lawson. I keep calling. I keep varying between Lawson and Larson. Oh yeah, uh, it is Lawson, isn't it? Yeah, Mar- Martin Lawson. I think Rio Coca was down there that afternoon as well. Yeah, um, Carew, so I think, as well, and Ashley Young. It was, but I would probably lean more towards the 2009-10 for the reason that we we played at Wembley twice in it th- that year. Yeah. It was we didn't know it at the time, but it was the the final year of um, what was probably the best the best Aston Villa mm. reign we'd had for a generation under Martin O'Neill. Um, it, there were some great players in it. We've got Milner, we've got Ashley Young playing in it, um, Downing as well. We've got some. You know, really, really good players for Villa back then. So I'd probably edge that one through um, for that reason, yeah, if I'm being honest. I like that. Yeah, I'm happy for that to go yeah. through because it is one of my favourites. And it, uh, I think it probably satisfies your quest, uh, quest, quench for the uh, 88, 89 away Muller shirt, James. It's got a little bit of a hint of the, yeah, there's, the, there's the a split little, body. It, it's a poor impersonation, but I think we'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, right, so we've got to the quarterfinal stage at last. We've got eight kits gone through we've got four home and four away we obviously had a winner and a runner-up for each one so we're going to pit the winner of the home against the runner-up of the away and vice versa until we get four quarterfinals 
of a home versus away, and then we'll get a home and away semi final and a home and away final. So let's just quickly work out who plays who here because it's very confusing all of a sudden out of nowhere. Six and a half hours later, the Loot Roper home shirt plays 1957 FA Cup final away shirt. The Mitre Drawstrings of 1993 play the 1982 European Cup winning shirt. Massive draw. The 2008 Acorns home shirt plays the 1994 Muller away green shirt. And finally, the 1996 home shirt will play the 2010 League Cup final away shirt. You know when you um when you hear the FA Cup draw and these these are non-league team of team of but, but, butchers and plumbers and stuff and they, they go to their social club up some up somewhere in kind of Clitheroe or something like that. It's like that though the way I was waiting then I was kind of poised. I almost went ooh. Okay, so first <laughs> first quarter final, Luke Roper home versus 1957 away. What's your gut reaction when you when you hear that those names put together? Can I can I be perfectly truthful about this? Yes, hit me. I kind of feel that we should put 57 through, but then I feel like that we're alienating a massive generation of <laughs> listeners and readers. Basically, who anyone under 70. Yeah, who won't have seen Villa so everyone win listening, anything. probably. <laughs> yeah. I think Luke Groper does go through, because it is, by all accounts, just a better shirt. Like, it's a Villa home shirt. There wasn't a level of success equivalent to the 57 away, but it's a big winner. It's a massive winner. And the yeah. response to I mean, we don't know the response to the 57 away kit, which is unfair, um, but if it was anywhere near as well received as a Luke Roper home, then you know it would be probably a valid co- competition, but the Luke Roper one goes through for me automatically. Yeah, yeah I'll, gi- I'll give you that, because Luke Roper, I got, I got to interview Luke Roper when the sh- shirt came out, and he invited me to his lovely little kind of home stroke workshop near Kimva. Uh, and even, he wouldn't show me any of the designs, even though I was a kind of nosy journalist. And even <laughs> when I invented the fact that I needed to go for a wee, just so I could wander through his workshop and look at people's <laughs> screens, he was still still very polite and still gave me a nice cup of tea. So. I think I think that that's much more important than Johnny Dixon lifting a prize. We're never ever going to see us win. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? That's, that that shirt has got that that memory of the '57 FA Cup win. It's the last time we won it. The pictures for it are iconic and everything. But that's the thing: we only know pictures of it. There's no kind of there's no real memories for pretty much anybody listening to this, by maybe one percent of our audience. So the Loot Rope one is a lovely kit. It's got very, very recent memories of it being good. Obviously, it gets us back to the Premier League. It's a lovely design. I think that goes through. I think I prefer that as a shirt to the the away one in terms of looks as well. So I, I put that through as well. So the other quarterfinal is the Mitre Drawstrings uh, against the 1982 away. And surely there's only one winner there. Yeah, it's got to be the 82 away. Well, I'm getting out of here. It's got to go through, hasn't it? It's got to go through. I mean, if I didn't, if I wasn't so flabby, I'd probably take this, uh, take this drawstring shirt off that I'm wearing and throw it to the floor in a fit of rage. Uh, but nobody, well, seeing, as, seeing as we fixed that the 1982 home didn't even get out of the groups, 1982 away has to at least get through to the next round of the knockouts. I think so. Yeah, being as we're doing this completely fairly, and, um, <laughs> um, yeah, that's an easy one, straight through. So uh, we've got our, fir- oh, our first semi-finalist. Jesus, third quarter final, 2008 Acorns which I don't have with me, but the one I'm wearing is close enough. And the Muller green away shirt. This is a little bit more difficult, especially for me. It's I'm... Muller. Oh, yeah. Is it? Of course it is. It is. <sighs> and really? that's, that's Muller. This isn't us trying to force it through. It Are we is really putting Muller mu- this far through? It is a much I more memorable so. kit. It is. There's a lot going for the Acorns one, but mo- the, the reason we put it through was mainly because of Acorns and the memories it gave of that. I think the Muller ones are a bit superior. 
And it's it's not like Fine. a bad sponsor either. It's not like you're putting acorns through over, you know, Genting or QuickBooks. It's it's a yogurt, so it's funny. Exactly. <laughs> I think I think Villa were being very char- charitable back then, thinking how can we how can we prop up this this ailing dairy dairy firm that needs needs some help? I mean, what a generous gesture that was. Put it through. Okay. I'm holding Fine. it. I'm holding Fine. it proud. It's not even got Muller on. My version is the Muller's fallen off. Yeah, but you've probably dropped years worth of yogurt down it to make up for it, to be fair. <laughs> How dare you accuse me of dropping yogurt? I've seen you do it at work. You, I've, you, oh, yeah. I've, you definitely came into the podcast booth at work once and said, oh, sorry, I've had to put a jump on because I've just spilled yogurt down myself. So don't even lie. Final quarter final is the 1996 home shirt versus the 2010 League Cup away shirt. I feel like I'm inclined to go towards the 96 home. I think it's the last time we won something, isn't it? That, the yeah. last time we won a, a proper trophy. Um, I do like I that white away was... one, though. Oh, I think I might put it on for, as justice for it, <laughs> so, <laughs> so it can so it can make it to the final visually. Even if you, you won that League Cup in it, I don't think it would be better than the 96 home one. See, if only Phil Dowd knew what he'd done now. I know, yeah. You know, we thought, he had, a big enough Im- we thought he had a big enough impact on that day, but little did we know that 10 years later, <laughs> it would have a bearing on a much bigger competition. I know. Okay, we'll go with the home one then. I mean, the home, I'm not disappointed with that. That home shirt is a nice one. It's just I've got I've got personal fond memories of the uh, the, Muller, uh, the Muller, the 2010 League Cup one, so I feel a little bit... Uh, discouraged, but oh, leave we'll your personal it. feelings to one side, <laughs> man. World Cup of Dan's filler memories. <laughs> I'm wearing the uh, 2010 League Cup shirt now for justice. This sounds. Uh, this seems very much like something a petulant child would do. <laughs> Basically, yes. <laughs> Daniel, we've told you not to play with that toy. Well, I'm going to play with it anyway. The semi-final stage. Oh, it's a big, big semi-final. The final is going to be tasty. Luke Roper home shirt, 2018-2019 versus the 1982 away shirt. European Cup final winning shirt. What's now I semi? think the other semi is 1996 home shirt gets its home advantage versus the 1994 Muller green shirt. Oh my god! Now my initial reaction is that the Luke Roper versus 1982 that should be the final. The fact that that isn't the final means we've worked this out wrong. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's rewind. Let's go back again. Let's do this again. Can't we just kind of dream up some kind of kind of disciplinary issue that happened <laughs> in the semi-final that kind of I don't know that somebody head-butted somebody or shirt-butted somebody in the other final and then we've had to kind of redraw it so that, that Luke Roper plays um, we can do that can't we it's our podcast what is going on this is just like it was meant to be a simple idea that has inspired into just treachery and bribery so are we saying Luke Roper versus Muller and 1996 home versus 1982 is that the preferred semi-final? Because we're not going to agree here, are we? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you will, look right here. First semi-final is the 1996 home shirt versus 1982. What are we thinking? What goes through? Got to be 1982, surely, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. It has to be. Yeah, it has to be the away, just because in terms yeah. of class, classic retro, if you're going on your um, nostalgia websites to try and... Try and uh, yeah, like I say, be a bit retro. It's got to be. It's got to be that one. And this comes from somebody who, um, you know, I've still got my Mark Draper 1996 shirt. I wore it. Uh, I wore it for the the cup final against Man City. Man City actually, so that probably took a little bit of the edge off it. Uh, but it has to be. Has to be that that white yeah. away top. It's it's the most iconic moment, and it's actually very pleasing on the eye as well. I think. Yeah, agreed. So 1982 mm. gets gets through to the final. Happy days. And the second semi-final, just by chance, is Luke Roper versus the 1994 Muller shirt. 
Now I feel like you've got to, you've got to have Luke Rope in the final. Surely, I think I don't. It, I don't like the Muller shirt anyway, so that is a very easy semi-final for me. Against that shirt, Luke Roper goes through. But I think in another in another universe, that Muller would have made the final. Yeah, maybe an alternative reality. Maybe about five <laughs> minutes ago. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, but no, we, that, it's, we, it's true. Yeah. Can we just say that the Muller shirt like failed, suffered a drugs ban and it failed its <laughs> it failed its doping test for traces of yogurt because. I do think it's a brilliant shirt, uh, and however hideous it looks, it's kind of—I don't know—I think I think it, it, its reputation precedes it. The fact that it's such a talking point, but in terms of aesthetic beauty, I think the Luke Roper shirt is, is gonna gonna edge it over it, isn't it? Yeah, and that and that just by absolute fluke and by no means have we rigged it in any way whatsoever. <laughs> We've somehow got the final we all wanted. Luke Roper home versus 1982 away. I, I don't know how we've managed to do it, but... I don't want people to look too closely at the way the groups led into the quarterfinals, <laughs> led into the semi-final stages, because uh, I don't think it would stand stand up to too much independent panel scrutiny. <laughs> yeah, definitely a bit of match-fixing going on in those early rounds. So the final, Luke Roper, the lovely home shirt that we got promoted in last year, Versus the most iconic, probably Villa shirt of all time that we won the, the biggest trophy in football in, 1982 European Cup final, Bayern Munich. What a final that is! I mean, for a start, I would say that is the best away shirt, and that's my favourite home shirt as well. I feel like the Luke Roper has a really good chance here to win, but it's coming up against the 1982 shirt, which is just such uh, iconic for every all the right reasons. Um, is that just so, a bit of a boring answer, though, to put 1982 through just because it, of what it means? It is, but <laughs> there's a reason it means that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, trying to play devil's advocate a little bit for I it. know, no, but um, the loot rope on it is strong. It really is strong, but I don't think it's... Just, it puts up a good fight, but I don't think it is big enough or powerful enough to beat the 82 one look when we started this podcast you know 77 weeks ago <laughs> we we now when we when we started this podcast we said what makes a good shirt and we said whether it's easy on the eye whether we've got fond memories of certain players playing in it whether it was a, a glory a glory era i think I think it ticks all the boxes, doesn't it? The, the 1982 one, because yeah. some of the some of the best players who, who, who've ever ever pulled on that that the the shirt for Aston Villa. We're talking about Gordon Cowens. We're talking about Peter With and Gary Shaw. We're talking about Dennis Mortimer. But there's no bigger prize to win in club football, but to yeah. do it l- looking so good in mm. such a, an elegant, elegant, beautiful kit. I think it. I think it's got to be the worthy winner, hasn't it? You got to spare a, a thought for the kit man back then as well, aren't you? Because the pictures oh. were kind of like kind of muddy puddles, and yet they've said, "Yeah, we're going to have a, a white kit, white shirt, white socks." Uh, <laughs> good luck with that. Good luck with you getting that out and then washed with your Daz and your Purcell. Or I don't know, did they did they have washing machines back then? Luckily, there was no uh, sponsors to rub off in the wash, though. So it's one silver lining at least. I think we've got to a place where I mean, who who won our um, World Cup of, of crap players from the last decade? In the end, was it? Jolene Lescott. Versus who in the final? Ross McCormack, was it? Ross McCormack, I think. I think we've got to a place where we're actually perfecting how to rig these competitions. (laughs) Uh, We could probably cut out 45 minutes of waffle by just saying, right, here's the winners, crack on with your day. Um, But we wouldn't have have found found out about how how humorous James finds yoghurt if we'd have done it that way, would (laughs) we? Exactly, exactly. 
No, it's good that was. I think we've, we've you've got a good two set of finalists there, and even the semi-finals, are, there's four good shirts there. I mean, to be fair, the, the entire list of 20 were decent, otherwise they wouldn't be in this list, were they? But And uh, a worthy winner in 1982, just because it, it is that that iconic shirt. So, yeah, happy with that. Thank you very much to everyone who's listened and or watched, hopefully watched, because if you just listened, I imagine this was an absolute chore to get through, trying to remember what kits were actually talking about. Maybe. Yeah, you know what? You know what, Dan? Watching, listening to this would be the equivalent of watching snooker on a black and white telly, wouldn't it? <laughs> yes. Maybe if you are listening to this, hopefully you uh, jumped on historicalkits.co.uk and, uh, <laughs> and watched along while we were talking and so you could remember which one was which. But yeah, hopefully you've watched this on YouTube and, and be able to see all the pictures and stuff. So thank you very much for tuning in. We said that this best kits thing was coming for about five years so it's glad that we finally got it out of the way and it was enjoyable actually it's nice to go back through memory lane and look back at different shirts and reasons why we like and don't like them so yeah thank you thanks to both of you i don't know whether james is still there but thanks to both of you for uh, nice (laughs) thanks to both of you for giving up you giving up some time this afternoon and um we'll be back again with some of our usual nonsense and waffle in the coming days this is going out after we've just posted the Gabby Bonner Hall podcast so if you haven't if you haven't seen that yet and for some reason you've chose to watch this before you've watched an interview with Gabby Bonner Hall go back and watch that as well that uh, came out earlier this week so thanks for sticking with us we'll, uh, we'll be back with our usual nonsense soon yeah thank you very much and up the villa thank you for listening to Claret and Blue an Aston Villa podcast if you enjoyed today's episode then please let us know we love hearing your feedback we'll be back soon with another episode until then up the villa